Welcome to Fire to Podcast. I'm Andrew Hopple. I'm Cameron Hewitt. <laughs> <laughs> Here with Fire to Podcast, everybody. Good to have you. Uh, if it is your first podcast you're joining us with, um, we are a fitness-based podcast, and Cam and I talk about it, a number of different things, but we kind of tie it all into fitness and self-development. So thanks for being here. Yeah. They actually showed up. Hopefully, I don't sound like a robot to you guys. Maybe, dude, maybe one day I could be. Maybe one day you can just automate my position, and I don't actually need to do anything. You can just, I would you, love that. You can, shut up. <laughs> hey, before we get um, going into today's topic, do, why don't you give us a, a short little update on how you're doing 22 days? Oh, no, you didn't start in September. You started on the 8th for 75 hours, 13th, something like that. I'm on day number 12. 12, dude. How's it going so far? Has it gotten it's easier or harder? It's it's good. So um, I actually recorded a Cardio Talks um, podcast this morning. I didn't put it up yet, but it's definitely recorded. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, the hardest part so far, it's kind of funny. So basically, uh, for those of you who don't know what's going on, actually, it's a little bit of context. I don't know how if you're listening to this podcast, but I'm doing 75 hard, which is a consistency program and a discipline program. It has a lot of fitness and I would say like eating components to it, but it's not what it's all about. It's just trying to execute things that are, aren't very comfortable. Right. Mm -hmm. So a quick idea is that I have to train twice a day, 45 minutes long. One has to be outdoors. One has to be indoors uh, or, or one does not have to be indoors, but at least one of these sessions has to be outside um, on top of that, you have to drink a gallon of water a day. I have to stick to a diet, no cheat meals, no alcohol, um, read 10 pages of a nonfiction book a day. And what am I missing? Oh, uh, progress picture every day. Mm. And if you miss one of these days inside of 75 days, you have to restart. Oof. I began this right before I started my or right before I went on my work trip over to Washington state. So the restrictions I put on my diet were as follows. I kind of adjusted it a couple days in because I was like, man, this is a little easy. This is first, I was going to do macros, but I decided to restrict sandwiches. Um, so no sandwiches of any kind that includes hot dogs, tacos, wraps, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, no buns, because I feel like it's easy for me to overeat when I eat that type of stuff. No pizza, uh, no junk food like that. Um, no snacks like chips and all that. Um, no fried foods, no sweets. And that's wow. kind of the, the idea that I'm sticking for dietary restraints. Mm-hmm. And the hardest day so far was when we, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I told you this, Cam. We went out to dinner one of these nights to a Mexican restaurant. Oh. <laughs> and they, they slapped this beautiful looking chips and salsa bowl right in front of me. And I wanted to die because <laughs> that's like, that's like one of my favorite things anywhere is chips and salsa. Yeah. So that's pretty it was, rude. it was, it was in that moment. It was like, all right. So it was, it was myself, Nira, Bobbin around the table. This guy, he walks up, he doesn't put it in the middle of the table. I must've been looking hungry. He put it right in front of me. <laughs> And I was just so upset. I was like, oh, man. why Why does this have to happen right now? <laughs> Dude, what, so that was day like, what, four or something? That was like pretty early on. It was like uh, about a weekend. Okay. I feel like at that point you could have been like, oh, I mean, one weekend, that's not that long. I wouldn't mind restarting for these chips. Like you could totally do like mental games <laughs> like that and like. Well, it hasn't been so bad. I could restart, you know? Like, Dude, I, I never would have forgiven myself if I did that. But oh, I, I yeah. really, I really wanted it so bad. Dude, that's maybe, – maybe one day you can go back to Washington and, and try the chips. Dude, I, I might have been hallucinating because of just <laughs> how much I wanted them. But they looked real good. And I'm, oh, all, I'm like – I'm an experienced guy. So mm-hmm. – the, the the concept of being in this new place and missing out on getting to try something new, that got me. Yeah, but, you know, I bet that made it easier, like, because you essentially came back from that, and then we went on our Dunes trip where a bunch of us were essentially drinking and eating s'mores and 
I, I myself had not to brag, but two bags of candy by myself. Um, <laughs> so, so like you were surrounded by like four or five of us that were doing that. And it's like, you can almost reference back to like, Oh man, those chips that were probably really salty and that salsa that was probably perfect. Like if you were able to resist that, like okay well maybe you can you know resist having a breakfast taco or some candy or some alcohol you know all that stuff it kind of makes it easier because you were able to overcome that really tough um moment back in washington yeah i mean for sure i mean during that camping trip it was not hard for me to stay on track of food for some reason Mm -hmm. but it was that it was that moment of weakness where this chips and salsa was like right in front of me I just like, oh, it was so hard. Yeah. Andrew, <laughs> I like started, I like started sweating, Cam. I was like, I was Bob is like, like Bob's like, dude, does does Andrew have a drug problem? He's sweaty like, and he keeps twitching and he is he is he going through withdrawals? I was I was entering fight or flight in this oh situation. My God. <laughs> oh, that's so did they know you were doing the challenge? Yeah, yeah. They were really supportive about it. So it's was- really cool. Yeah. Hey, just a quick funny story that I want you to tell. Why don't you tell um, the good folks listening? Tell them the th- so you you had to do one workout Friday night when you got to the dunes with Josh, and then you had to do two on Saturday. Well, <laughs> why don't you tell people what they were? Because they were all three of them are kind of funny. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, so so the first workout, yeah, we got there. All right, guys. So this was my Friday. So I have been in Washington. <laughs> I have been in Washington oh, from from, uh, from Sunday all the way to Friday, and we flew out and left Chicago or left for Chicago on Friday. And all throughout the week, I had been talking to my friends, trying to plan out when we were going to go to the dunes and because we do it every year. Uh, it it kind of like made sense to do it this weekend. Um, so we set it up last minute for sure, like the day before we were getting everything organized. And I fly back. I, I land in Chicago land at like almost 5.30 p.m. I drive back to my house, grab my stuff, and then we fly out and we get to the Warren Dudes in Michigan, which is an hour later. By the way, I'm also flying two hours in advance as well off of uh, Washington. So I'm losing like three hours in the day. So I, I have to get all this stuff done inside of the 24-hour the period of time, right? So we get there. It's late. I'm hungry. I'm like hangry. And I have to do this workout. And it's like pitch black outside with uh, the campfire going. And I'm like, what am I going to do for a workout? I just did 10 pushups every minute for 45 minutes. And then I also <laughs> broke it up and I started doing 30 pushups every three minutes because I was getting really tired. Yeah, it was just, it was just goofy. Okay, well, so what, what did you do? <laughs> Tell them the first workout on Saturday. All right, on Saturday, it was like <laughs> it was like 11 or 11.30, and I was like, man, I really have to get this first workout started because if I don't, like, I, I need this three-hour window before I do my second one. So we were at the beach. If you get to the beach from the Dunes campground, you have to go up and down. And, like, like when I say up and down, guys, there is so much sand that you have to cross. It's like a mini <laughs> desert. Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> you huge. Have to, you have to get to Lake Michigan. So we're pretty pooped by the time we get to the, the lake. And I was like, I'm just going to, I don't know how we started doing this, but I started wrestling our buddies, Heath and Jake. And we just went into like wrestling intervals and it was like hardcore, like just tumbling around in the beach. People are like, what is going on? over here?" <laughs> and we were just like being dumb, brutal men. <laughs> yeah, that was, you know, what, you know how it started is Jake was doing, I think Jake and I were building that volcano and then you just like went, you like snuck up on Jake and for no reason, you, <laughs> like you started wrestling him and then you guys wrestled for like quite a bit. And I don't know if it was like, I don't know who suggested it, but they were like, Hey, you should just make that your workout. Cause you were really red. Your heart was like beating out of your chest. And then Heath is, he's a big guy. So like dude, then you, Heath is a monster. He's a beast. Dude, there was a few times where I'm like, there was a few times where I'm like, did he just throw Andrew? Like, like, oh my god. Um. So yeah, dude, I would definitely qualify that as a as a solid workout because essentially what you did is like you'd wrestle as long as you can. Someone would get pinned or tap out. Then you you would get a chance to somewhat catch your breath for maybe 
maybe a minute and a half, two minutes, and then the the other person would be, would have been fully recovered, and then you wrestled them. So it was like, guys, yeah. guys, it's it's Tuesday. I'm still sore from these wrestling matches. <laughs> My body's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, oh god, we we don't do this stuff. Yeah. Oh my god, that's funny. I would. Then what was uh, what was the second thing that you did? And the other workout, Cam and I went for a run, and we got lost in the <laughs> dunes, in like the back of the dunes. Yeah. And we like tried to cross a river, and we were like, "Oh my god, we can't cross this river." And then we had to turn back, and I don't know. Jeez, dude. And then we, was... we we found we found the dune that I broke my ass on years ago. <laughs> that was so. That was honestly that was kind of like a Twilight Zone like moment where we're kind of lost in the dunes and like, it didn't help that we got like that one hill we went down. It was really steep. And we're like, Oh God, we have to go back up. Cause there's a river. And then we ran, I feel like we randomly went up one dune and then we get to the top and we're like, wait a minute. This is like one of the main dunes we go to. It's just, we always jump off of it and we yeah. climbed up. It was so bizarre. I'm like, Oh, we found the water. What the heck? I think you and I ended up going, well, like four miles, four and a half miles, something like that. Yeah, we did like four and a half miles. In yeah, freaking like a third of it was in sand, which was, that was horrible. But yeah, if, if you haven't run on the dunes before, it you want to die. It sucks. Yeah, you should definitely not do it. It's not a good time. It's it's a, it's probably like 10 times harder than running on pavement, honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it absolutely sucks. Um, I like had PTSD flashbacks to the the Spartan race while we were doing that. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Your your legs seizing up, and yeah, I was die. like, I was like, oh my god, we're here again. <laughs> Could it be? <laughs> will Will the dunes reclaim me? <laughs> but we uh, we made it through the dune trip weekend um, without missing a beat. On yeah, dude. Hard. Yeah, and now you just have to make it through your birthday tomorrow and halloween and i feel like those are some pretty big obstacles you know yeah it's gonna be kind of weird for a birthday i'm um like i'm working all day like it's a full day of work and mm-hmm. i can't have any sweets and i can't have any of the food i like i can't booze so it's gonna be like the most lax birthday i think i've ever had yeah but you know what it the birthday will come and go. I'm single, I'm single AF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could not be more single. <laughs> could not be more alone. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you'll you'll be fine, dude. Cause, I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like the day will go by, and then the next day will come, and I don't know. It's in the past. It's like okay, well, whatever. It's a new day today. You know, the next day will not be your birthday, and you'll be fine. Yeah, it'll just suck for a bit. So. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you that you didn't break during the dune strip. There, there were a couple of times where I felt like a bit of a jerk eating a bunch of candy in front of you and then also offering you some. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't even, I don't even remember what candy you were eating. I think I just blacked out. Yeah, right. You just instantly, whenever you hear about candy or alcohol, you instantly just stop listening now. I'm just like, nope, block it out. It's not yeah, there. Right. It doesn't exist. <laughs> well, Hey, what do you say we go into, um, I guess you could call it our topic for today. Well, I just want to know, like, I want to have fun with this one. I want to know recently what you think your biggest mistake in fitness has been. And I'm not like asking this where I'm like, oh, I have like my answer perfectly prepared. Like I just thought of it earlier today. I was like, man, that's a fun one to talk about because I feel like people are, at least the people I talk to are feeling like they're making so many mistakes lately. Mm-hmm. So it's it's fun to kind of like capitalize on that and be like, hey, like literally we're all screwing up in some way, shape or form. Yeah. So what do you think you're making your biggest mistake or or what has been your, your biggest mistake recently, Cam, for fitness? Yeah. I'd say over the last couple of years. Okay. Last couple of years. Ooh. I think this is, okay. So this is the first thing that comes to mind, which means it's probably the most true, I would assume. Um, and this is also kind of true in other parts of my life too, where I haven't focused except, okay, excluding, excluding the deadlift thing, right? I haven't focused on one specific aspect of fitness for a like good period of time. It's kind of been um, like, I honestly, dude, I didn't have 
a goal until the deadlift thing like over a year ago. Like it was just kind of lift, you know, whatever and try to lose fat, try to gain muscles, but, but, but no, no, no real aim. Right. Um, and so when you don't, when you go into the gym and you don't have a goal in mind, a short term or a long term one, you're kind of just going to do whatever you want to do that day, which sometimes can be good. It's definitely better than nothing, but it's not going to get you to where you want to be because you don't, you don't know where that is. So I would say you're going to, and, and here's the other thing you're probably going to end up making some mistakes because of that initial mistake of not knowing what your goal is. You're just going to be throwing wet spaghetti at the wall until, you know, something sticks on accident, um, which could take a long time. So recently, I would say post-college, so past three years, I would say, say, all right, all right. Yeah. Go for that. But I'm talking, I'm talking like last year or two, but yeah, continue. Okay, so yeah, that, that would be like the I guess like the more long term one that I'm starting. I like to that one. Get out of, boy. But past year or two, um, dang. Well, I mean, I, I would probably say consistency. And I was thinking about this the other day. Me and me and Abby started working on this house back in December, which is weird. That that was almost a year ago. Um, wow. It's only you know uh, two and a half months away. Um, and since then, I, I just was very inconsistent with the gym. Um, and part of that was for, you know, a decent reason, but I, I probably could have gone a little bit more um, than what I was doing. And then COVID happened. And, you know, again, I just was completely inconsistent. Um, so that would be the biggest one in the past year for sure. But now I also would say, you know, I'm, I'm back at it. Like I'm since gyms have opened like two and a half weeks ago, I've been extremely consistent and I don't feel burnt out at all. Dude, that's good. That's good. So what does it look like? What is the difference when you are consistent versus when you're not consistent? I mean, the biggest thing is the, is the one, the results and then two, the attitude towards going. So when you're really consistent, it's, it's not a big deal. It's not a deal at all to go to the gym because you're so used to it. You know, it just becomes a part of your routine. It's natural, right? When you're inconsistent, you might, anyone can go to the gym for a week. I mean, do January 1st through February 1st, everyone's consistent. I mean, and, and then come February 2nd, people start falling off, right? So, and then, and then once they stop going, it's really hard to go back. So your attitude can just swing like crazy on that pendulum where you're so into it and then you don't go for a month or two. Um, but if you're consistent, there is no attitude about it. You might actually even enjoy it, you know, because it's it's a part of your schedule and, and you're seeing the benefits of it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Those are good, dude. Yeah. What, what about you? Past. Let's do let's do how I just did it because it was better. Uh, <laughs> so so past, past like three to four years. But then also the most recent one. Past three to four years. Um, past three to four years, I would say it's been uh, overall, it's been switching up objectives too quickly. So I'm a personality. I mean, if you guys are trying to look at what type of training mindset you have, what type of training brain you have, I would definitely check out the neurotyping um, exam for or geared for training um it's shoot, what's his name justin thibodeau thibodeau oh, i believe yep, yep no no isn't that the president isn't that the or the prime minister of canada no no you're talking about the uh the t nation guy right yeah it's like, it's like thibodeau christian, or christian thibodeau so yeah yeah coach, coach thibodeau has a yeah, Justin, I believe, is the Prime Minister of Canada. So scratch that. So <laughs> but he is he is Canadian, actually. He's uh he's from Quebec. So okay. check him out. He has this really cool neurotyping quiz that you can take if you're trying to learn more about what type of training person you are. Um and for a quick reference, mine is two B. And 
what that means is it kind of just goes off your personality and how you're, I mean, it's things that you know about yourself already and just applies to fitness, which is pretty new, pretty, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm somebody who loves to change things up. And I, I also appreciate instant gratification. I'm high energy and all that good stuff. And I just have so many interests that I want to taste it all. Right. Mm. That applies to fitness in a lot of different ways where my biggest fault is that I try to change my objectives because I'm excited to try to pursue something else and I don't follow through as well as I could um, through things. So 75 hard is amazing for me because it's forcing me to stay focused on the objective throughout the entirety of it. But what that looks like for training is I'm always trying to figure out, okay, well, do I want to be leaner? Do I want to be more athletic? Do I want to be stronger? Am I trying to get size, you know, my, my legs, my back, my chest. I I'm, I'm so focused. You can probably even hear it when I'm speaking sometimes that it's hard. I'm focused on so many things that it's hard to focus on a few things very well. Hmm. If that makes sense. Uh, if you know me personally, I'm not somebody who's very great with details. I'm a big picture person and I enjoy looking at things from a, a sky view which there are benefits and strategic value to that, but there's also tons of benefits, you know, in the details. So I like working with and knowing people that are great with the details because I know that I'm not naturally geared towards that. And it's hard for me to, it's not impossible, but it's, it's hard for me to train and get really good at that, you know? Mm -hmm. So I've set myself back a ton by changing things up and switching up where I'm training, what I'm training, how I'm training, because everything looks fun. And it's like, I'm a kid in a candy store. (laughs) <laughs> more recently <laughs> i would say i would say injuries and prevention of injuries and recovery of injury injuries mm. when i this like this knee thing has been bothering me for about two years now and it comes and goes but i've allowed it to take myself to a place where my legs are not nearly as developed as they used to be because of the pain that i feel uh sometimes and the way i'm allowing it to control my life I believe I probably have a meniscus tear. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm right or not. I mean, I've gone to the doctor prior and they've said it's, you know, severe tendonitis, but the instability and the the burning sensation might tell me otherwise. So I want to get a second opinion mm-hmm. and maybe, uh, you know, get a, a checkout to see what's going on. I mean, x-rays show that I had shallow kneecaps, which could be prone to more tendonitis behavior. Hmm. But the issues I feel with my right knee in particular are athletic and they, uh, they kind of slow me down for, for leg training because it, it makes me deter from training my legs really hard. And that's just not the mentality or the attitude that you need. You need to be able to feel properly train your legs, stimulate the muscles that the way that they should be and recover. And I haven't been doing that. So I have tons of regrets with my, um, leg development. My legs aren't super small and they're not, not, uh, not defined but they're not where they used to be. And I've allowed that to, to take place. So taking care of yourself, especially when you're trying to prevent injuries or recover from them is huge. Because if mm-hmm. we don't do it correctly, you know, you're just taking more time. I could have, if this is a meniscus surgery, I could have done it two years ago and I could be on the recovery track much, yeah. long, or much longer ago. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. I mean, I remember even when you, there was a maybe eight months to a year where you thought it was tendonitis, but didn't get it checked out and part of me was like man why don't you just go to the doctor and just find out if it if it is tendonitis because then you can more accurately treat it i mean it's it's one of those things where it's like if it's not always bugging you it is it is hard to go you know it's not if you break your arm in half that's obviously like okay i gotta go now but if you have an on and off injury it's kind of like it's it's okay you know but yeah exactly but over the long haul it's going to hold you back quite a bit so yeah, that's a that's a good one, especially for you, man. That I know that knee's been bugging you, and you, I mean, I remember your your legs were like probably if we're looking at it from like an aesthetic bodybuilding standpoint, your legs were probably like your strongest point. You know, if, I don't know. It's just, I think it's just how, where your body carries the fat, and none of it's really in your legs. So no. you you do have the ability to get your legs very defined. Like you have like you had like some deep cuts um going on before a lot of this this injury and stuff and you know it's it, it is a bummer but also you know how how can you adapt to that right i mean it's going to take a little bit of extra work but this is where people can look into things because a lot of people that are listening um I'm pretty sure a lot of our listeners are 
I don't want to say not like middle age, but older than us, probably like mid thirties and up probably. Um, Main demographic is 24 to like 29 year old women. Really? That's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> so well, what's, what's up girls? So yeah, <laughs> yeah, what's up ladies? Um, so, but like a lot of people deal with things like tendonitis, like tennis elbow, stuff like that. And when lifting, it bugs them. Right. And, and I think, I would assume you'd agree with this. A great way to kind of get around that is using BFR, blood flow restriction training, right? And that can be a lot lighter weights, but you're still sending such a strong signal. The muscle doesn't really know that you're kind of cheating it, you know, (laughs) like you're kind of using the the bands to your advantage, but that's a great way to, to get great muscle stimulation without having to overload that tendon and that joint so much. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys don't know what blood flow restriction training is, um, I really like it personally because it's, you don't want to do it with rubber bands. I mean, you can, you want to probably go get some proper straps for it, Mm -hmm. but it, it seems intense and intimidating. It's really not. What you're doing here is you're restricting blood flow back to your heart, um, a little bit because obviously your, your arteries are stronger than the veins that are pulling the, the blood back up into your um, your heart. So it's going to be able to pump past the uh, restriction restricted portion of your muscle, the insert, a little bit easier than it can come back. And therefore, you're going to overload the muscle and the, the skin with blood, giving you that pumped feeling a lot easier, fatiguing your muscle a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I mean, really, that's what we want. We want to see that stimulus and that fatigue in order to see growth and adaptation. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in a simple way, you're getting to failure, which is what we want faster and easier. And you don't have to overload your muscles with a ton of weight. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And with, with that, so, okay, I kind of want to ask you the question I thought of, and this would not be fair. Cause I, I kind of have my answers prepared, but, um, well, I guess I, I guess I texted you this earlier today. So maybe you thought about it. What are maybe, doesn't have to be three, but maybe like two, three, five, whatever it is. Some because this BFR thing, that's a really good, I think, tip or it's a good tool to have in your belt. Um, might not be something that people do all the time, but it's certainly going to have its place, I think, in in a lot of people's training. Um, are there any rules that are just not? I don't say rules, but maybe just like really good overall tips for training that you would give someone, whether they're a little bit newer or a little bit more advanced or intermediate that you think just kind of goes across all spectrums of skill? Huh. Any type of advice or, or tips? Yeah. And it can, it can be a mental thing. It can be uh, an actual training thing, anything like that. Pick your objective, stick to the program and track your progress um, numerically. But don't obsess over the numbers. Um, tons of people I know are being becoming so fucking obsessed with numbers where you're like, you freak out about a number. And then like, you're like, holy shit, like, this is insane. Dude, numbers, like, yeah, listen, I've been there. And like, for example, let's say at the start of this COVID thing. When I was at my, my heaviest, I'd been in a while and it wasn't in a good way because I'd fallen out of uh, training focus, training uh, consistency, as well as allowed myself to say, oh, you know what? All this crazy, crazy stuff is going on. I don't need to be where I need to, where I want to be right now. I can you know pick it up later when all this is over and work, of course, and all that good stuff. All, every excuse you could make, eating the food I wanted to eat. I did not like taking the pictures that I took. I did not like weighing myself in where I was weighing in. But listen, you don't have to, I would say you can't have a negative mindset about the information. You need to realize and force yourself into that mindset of any information is good information. Hmm. If you like, this is what I preach all the time when we were coaching at Orange Theory Fitness. If, If somebody failed their benchmark or they did not beat their prior record, Dude, who the fuck cares? It's information. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, if you're a competitive person with yourself, dude, I'm super competitive with myself. I hate losing to myself 
almost as much as I hate losing to my close friends around me. Like when Sturdy would beat me on the treadmill or the rower because I loved competing against him all the time when we were down in Bloomington, mm-hmm. it would drive me up the wall. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm getting off track. The information that you have is good information. So stop obsessing over the numbers and just, just live in them. Be like, yeah. okay, here, this is where I am. Good. Now tomorrow we can be different. Mm-hmm. And that's the mindset I took when I started this whole fitness thing. When I was 19 and I hated you know, the way I looked and felt, dude, my entire freshman year of college, I was in Florida. There was a pool outside of my dorm room. I mm-hmm. didn't go to the pool one single time because I felt so bad about myself. Wow. <laughs> outside of my dorm room. I took the mindset of this is where I am today. And this is not where I'm going to be tomorrow. Yeah. Dude, that, that first picture is like, I got to get that on a shirt. <laughs> that first picture, dude, it's it's so crazy. Like looking back at it, I remember thinking like when you first posted it, I was like, wow, yeah, Andrew's like pretty big. And now looking back on it, I'm like, did he ever work out? Like compared to, <laughs> well, well, just compared to where you are now. Um, But yeah, you should, dude, you should repost that picture for some people who haven't seen it because it's. It is, in, it's just incredible how how different I'll, you look. I'll throw it. I'll throw it up for day thirteen. Uh, day thirteen checking. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, and he went, All right. What What would you say? Or would you have something to say well, about what I said? Real, yeah. Just like a really small thing, especially for those of you who, um, well, whether you go to Orange Theory or not, but if you're doing some sort of benchmark, right, where you're like maybe it could be your max bench press, what it doesn't matter, whatever it is. If you don't hit it. A lot of people are like, oh, I regressed. I suck. That is, okay, That I can see where that's a very natural mindset to have. And it, it does make sense. But it's also really stupid because what you could do instead, you're missing a really good opportunity. You could say, okay, how was I feeling today? What And, and how did I sleep last Amen. night? What was my day like? And then jot that down. Like a lot of you take your workout seriously and that's great, but if you're going to beat yourself up instead of learn from it, then you're probably not taking them as seriously or at least strategically as you think, because then the next time you do that same benchmark, you can look back and be like, okay, the night before I was up late doing something for work. I didn't get a lot of sleep. I wasn't eating. Let's try to work on at least the sleep portion and see how you improve. Cause then you got to measure apples to apples more. So dude, if you, I don't know, that, that, that's all I got to say. Record as much information as you can because maybe the day you got that first benchmark, you felt like an absolute god. And then the next time you were hungover and had a, a taco 12 pack in your body, you're not, you're just like, you're just not going to perform the same, right? So, Cam speaking from personal experience. <laughs> I, dude, I always have a taco 12 pack in my dude, body. He's like, he's like, I currently have that taco 12 pack. <laughs> That's why I was a little bit late. I had to go through drive through. Um, but no, that, that, was, that was just the one, the one quick thing I, that kind of came to my mind where I'm like, I feel like people did that all the time. Just be, like they just beat themselves up way too hard and didn't think about the circumstances. But no, that's that's perfect, and that's it's a great example for uh, for what you need to adjust applicably. You need to figure out what was different. If you're not performing the way you were four weeks ago, eight weeks ago, what's different in your life? What mm-hmm. are you not? executing on because listen if you look at the details you can figure it out you know, if, if you if you feel like you really can't you're like no andrew i really don't know you're lying to yourself honestly mm-hmm. you are you know the way you were when you were performing really well and you know what's different you know what you're slacking off on mm-hmm. also yeah. i feel like i'm sounding <laughs> i have like this more intense mo- internal monologue and also a more intense external monologue during 75 hard <laughs> <laughs> You've picked up on that. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Um, no, that's true. I mean, just just record it all down. It it's it's it can be tedious, but just open up a, a notes thing in your phone. I mean, everyone's Amen, almost absolutely. all the time anyway. So, um, one thing one thing I would say, um, as far as just a, a good overall tip, is, yeah. and I haven't quite figured out how to word this, but nothing is. There, there's no, there's no item that is going to make you 
what or who you want to be. And, and what I mean by that is I, I see a lot of people, you know, they, they want to get into working out and they think if they just buy an Apple Watch, then they will be automatically into really into their health and their fitness and training. Um, they might think they need to buy all new clothes and, and things like that. I, w- I want to make this difference. Things like that can help you to get started, but it's similar to New Year's. You get that new Apple Watch or that Fitbit or a new supplement, something like that. You get you get that kind of instant motivation where you're like, oh yeah, like now I got this this new tool in my in my toolbox that's going to help me be more consistent. Nothing is going to make you be consistent other than you essentially making yourself be that way. And you have to. And this is what we talked about a few episodes ago. You have to mentally do that one thing that's going to push you in the right direction. And then you have to keep thinking about that and doing that small action until you are actually consistent. So I, I've kind of made like, um, I guess like a rule for myself where I don't buy anything until I'm already prepared for it. So how about before you guys buy that Fitbit or that new workout tank top or whatever, prove to yourself, I guess that you earn it. Like be consistent and make yourself need it. Like work out for a bit. Be like, you know what? I, I really want to be tracking how many calories I'm burning, where my heart rate's at. Maybe I should get an Apple Watch. The Apple Watch isn't going to make you consistent. You are. Mm, that's and good. that's, yeah, that's what I thought of where I'm like, oh, I see that a lot. I see that a lot. Good, dude. Yeah. Great notes. Yeah. How do you, how do you, how do you apply that in, a, in another direction is what I would ask in another angle? Like, you mean besides fitness? Yeah, let's go that route. How okay. would you, how would you uh, universally apply that? Well, I think this also goes back to, okay, well, so first you have to think of your aim. What, what is the thing you want to do or, or who is the person you kind of want to become, right? But then break it down to its most simple level. So we, you and I have talked about this one quite a bit. If you want to get into reading, this is another thing I see. You know what's weird? Okay, tell me if your family does this. Maybe they don't. Maybe it's just my family. During the holidays, for some reason, people get into reading. It's like around Christmas and New Year's. People who love reading in the morning. Does your family do that? I don't know, dude. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Well, anyways, I, I also hear just, you know, a lot of people, that I want to read more. And so, so then instantly people think, if I just buy a new book or a new coffee mug or a blanket or, or something, some item that's going to get you into reading, and then all of a sudden the habit will be there, it's not. There's kind of a formula that people think item equals consistency, but it's completely false. It's going to be more like you doing something consistently will eventually equal you doing it consistently. It's just like A equals A. Okay, it's not B equals A. Yeah. Um, so if you want, if you want to read, if you if you if you think, okay, I want to get into reading. Well, as long as you own one book that you at least kind of enjoy, prove to yourself, like, okay, I'm gonna I'm going to read this book and make it at least a little enjoyable, right? Don't make it something that you like. You know you're gonna hate, but some <laughs> just a book you have lying around. It can be okay if you if you have to if you're rereading it, but prove to yourself. I, I can read this book. Then, in my in my mind, you have earned the right to maybe buy yourself that book you have in mind that you really want to read that you think is going to make you consistent, but it won't. So you'll make yourself consistent, and then you can get that thing that you want. Um, but that's the formula for all of it. That's it. If you want to, if you want to get into cooking, don't buy new pots and pans. Use the pans you have and just start cooking and do it consistently. Right, maybe just do it a few times a week to start, and then once you get into cooking and you're noticing, like, wow, it's been three months, it's been six months, and I've been really enjoying cooking with my okay pots and pans. Maybe I should get these newer ones, and I'll enjoy it even more. Otherwise, you know what's going to happen, Andrew? I'll tell you what's going to happen. You're going to buy, <laughs> you're going to buy new pots and pans. You're not going to get into it. 
and then you're going to have two pairs of pots and pans because you haven't proven to yourself that you actually can do the task you want. Just teach me a lesson, Cam. Thank you. <laughs> you, you, you listen here, Andrew. <laughs> Just let me let me have it. I need it. <laughs> give, give give me the pots and pans. Give me the Chrissy yeah. Teigen nonstick pans. At least uh, I, I'm pretty sure I did get Chrissy Teigen pans. Um, so do I. <laughs> dude, dude, they're the best, man. Ab- Abby got they are, they are really yeah. nice. <laughs> Abby did not get them for me. I got them for myself. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I believe, I believe that. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm my own big, biggest fan these days. <laughs> What's um, let's let's do let's do one more each, and then I have to build a bench. I know that sounds like a fake excuse, but I, <laughs> I promise you, I do. I mean, that's all right. I mean, I called all our listeners liars, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hit him, hit him with another one, Andrew. Another truth? Yeah, just, just it can be a tip, a truth, something that will, my, will help. My inner people. truth, my highest truth. What is your – oh, my gosh, that book. My, my inner core. That book sucks. <laughs> no, there's there's a few good nuggets in it, but it's it's mostly kind of weird, new agey. Um, water your plants. Don't let your plants die like mine are. Um mm. God, this sounds kind of cliche, but dial in. I mean, it's just like, it's, it's obvious dial in your nutrition. Like if you have a specific goal, quit fucking around. Like this is, and this is the 75. It's really weird. It's like a well of, I don't know, not like outward superiority. It's like inward superiority. Like I was such a shithead before and now, and now I'm not, but Hmm. it's like, uh, it's like, I'm speaking from personal experience. Like if you want to be somewhere, quit talking about it. Just do it. Like I'm not saying don't ask questions. Don't look for help. Don't try to find a good group of people to support you, but stop saying you're going to do something without executing. Mm -hmm. Get it done. Dial it in. If you have, if you have the nutrition guidance, dial it in, execute. If you don't look for it, nutrition is going to be so huge for whatever you're trying to accomplish fitness wise. Um, and stick to it without falter. Hmm. What do you, so let's, let me, let me throw a, a very common scenario at you. Cause I, I do agree. Everyone has the capacity and the ability hundred percent to stick to it flawlessly. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously I don't think there's many people out there that are literally going to eat chicken, rice, and broccoli, you know, for the rest of their lives. But the way you're doing it, you you were still able to eat pretty good on the on the trip, and you know, you're not you're not starving, right? No, it's, absolutely not. But you're but you're 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 still sticking within the the perimeters, right? Now, what a lot of people do, and I mean, I for sure have done this, is they got their game plan. And they're they're sticking to it, good, right? They're they're on track, hundred percent. Maybe a couple weeks in, but then they, the the willpower breaks. And you know, to be honest, it doesn't matter why it breaks because it's already broken. How how does one recover from that? Because you know, in, in the book you've recommended me, um, the bigger, stronger, leaner book, he talks about the oh hell principle bigger, where leaner, stronger. Come on, what, Cam. Whatever it is. Okay. Actually, I was going to ask you about that. All right, don't let me forget because I want your opinion so far in the book before okay. we're done. Um, so he talks about like the, the oh hell mindset where it's like, okay, you kind of mess up on your diet. Ah, hell. Okay, I'll keep breaking it. Right? You, you, you give it an inch, it takes a foot. Yeah. How, yeah. How, so how does someone, and, and maybe you can talk from your own personal experience, how do you, once you mess up, how do you get right back on track instead of Dude, going down that path? That's, that's a great question. And I think you have to be realistic with yourself and you have to like just get out of your own head, get out of your own way. You need to realize what the situation is, what it truly is, and stop making it bigger than what it is and stop feeling sorry for yourself. That's the biggest problem I think that people have. You like, you just want to be so, I don't know, like when, when you make a mistake, you just want to beat yourself up and be like, oh, I'm so terrible, blah, blah, blah. Like how, like poor me. And you like want to, like, even if you don't outward put that into the universe, you want to mm-hmm. do it to yourself inward. And you want to be like, oh, it's okay. 
like you suck anyways, Andrew. Like who cares? Like mm-hmm. have another piece of pizza, idiot. Like <laughs> <laughs> I that's I, I just I so believe that you've said that to yourself. <laughs> like just evaluate the situation, say, okay, I probably overate like what, two thousand calories today? Realistically, it's going to take me like two or three days for my myself to, if I'm at a consistent deficit, to be back where I was. Like two days, honestly. Not a big deal. Stop making yeah. it bigger than it is and get on track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when you, when you blow it up, when you allow it to snowball, that's when things get really, really bigger than what they are. Mm-hmm. So oh, I'd definitely. say try to remove yourself from the moment. <laughs> remove yourselves from that, from that instant. What about yeah. you? Well, one, one, so yeah, one quick thing on that is, you know, I think the reason people might react in such a big negative way when they quote unquote mess up, right, is because they, I think they've somehow put this immense pressure on themselves that if they mess up one time, it's all over. And, and that's not true. You also don't want to go on the other side and say, who cares if I mess up? You, you got to find the, the balance where you're like, this is what I'm doing. I, I'm not going to let it completely rule all aspects of my life because that might not be healthy, but I'm going to stick to it, right? And and that way, if if you do happen to mess up, which again, you should not have that mindset that you're, that you're going to, um, you'll be like, okay, I messed up, but you know what? We're going to get right back on track and we're going to make the most out of this mistake. Um, I, I think it kind of starts in the beginning there, but um, it, it's funny that you bring that up because it actually, the last thing I wanted to say ties in super well. And, um, this is kind of a, a mix of fitness and, um, a Jordan Peterson thing. So life is made up of games and di- all different types of games, right? To be successful, you don't need to win every game and you don't need to win the biggest games, but over time you need to consistently win games. That's all you need to do. So if we're talking about fitness, you don't need to be perfect every single day, but you need to be perfect in those little small things over a very long period of time. So this is where people, they they get really into something. Okay. And for for our example, we'll use fitness because that's a big one. And we, we would see this with orange theory all the time. People would come for, you know, a month or two really consistently and then they're gone for those two months, they won a big game, huge game. They got a lot of confidence, probably felt healthier, all that good stuff. Over the long course of games, they've completely lost because they lost every game after that. Okay, so you have to think about your health. And again, if our main demographic is, you know, people 20, 24 to 30, whatever it is, you have a lot of life. Okay, so You have to think you're going to be faced with millions of games. And games are really just situations, environments, stuff like that, right? If you have the mindset that, okay, I'm in this for the long haul. I'm going to be as perfect as I can. I'm going to win as many little games as I possibly can. And and a game can be, man, I kind of want, I kind of want Cernix pizza right now. The more times you're able to say no to that. That company's name. The be- <laughs> no, they're not even company. What what it, what's it called now? Round slice or yeah, it's idiot. It's pizza pe- peace restaurant. out. Dum- it's, it's dumb Dumbo Fat Boy Express or something. <laughs> pie in the sky pizza. Pie in the sky. That's it. That's it. Um, but yeah, that that's just the main thing. It's like you have to have your mindset for the long haul. Even if you mess up, dude. Like if you really go off the rails for like a week. Let it just be a week. Be like, okay, I lost that game, but now I'm going to get back on track and win more games over time. And I hope this makes sense because y- y- you kind of need to know what I mean by games, I guess. Um, but point, point blank, just you're in it for the long haul. Be as consistently progressing upwards as you can, even if it's a little bit. It doesn't need to be these huge spikes because everyone wants the instant gratification. They want to... Like they want to win a game and they want to completely blow it out hundred to zero, but then what? What if you lose the all the games for the rest of the season? You had a really unsuccessful season, even though you really won that one game really well. Okay, win every game, even if it's just by a little bit, consistently. Amen, dude. That was Period. such a good way to put it. It didn't feel like no. it, but thanks. <laughs> it's it's like 
I don't know, dude. Like, don't. Another thing I would say is don't allow yourself to treat yourself like shit. Mm. Just like you wouldn't allow other people. I hope you wouldn't allow other people. I mean, I did. I allowed other people to treat me like shit. And more recently, I've allowed myself to negative self-talk. And, you know, because of those situations that I was in that where I, I allowed other people to treat me poorly, I allowed myself to talk to myself poorly. Mm-hmm. Don't allow anybody else and don't allow yourself to treat you poorly, to talk to you poorly. Evaluate mm-hmm. the true situation. What's the situation? And go from there. Remove. And I, I know it's like for some people, it's really hard to remove emotions or try to remove partially emotions from an uh, an analytical situation where you're trying to figure out what's going on exactly. Take a moment. Mm-hmm. Try to do it the best you can. Because it's going to make all the difference when you truly try to evaluate something instead of just reacting to it. I mean, we've talked about the reactive mindset versus the proactive mindset before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, Don't that's allow kind of- yourself or anybody else treat you like shit. That's good. And, and dude, I mean, you get that. I, that's just a really good point. You, and the thing is you're going to get treated the exact way that you tolerate. So if you, if you tolerate getting treated yes. a certain way, then that's what you're going to get, you know? And, and you know, another good thing, you know what you've kind of taught me is cause I, I'll, I'll use you in my head as an example when I'm doing this. So, um, if I'm, l- let's say I do something that I'm like, ah, geez, I just kind of messed up. I'll, I, for some reason I'll think to myself, I'm like, okay, Cam, if, if Andrew Hopple called you saying he did that, what would you do? And I'm like, wow, I would probably say like, Hey man, like that's just get back to it. Like you made it like, yeah, sure. You made a mistake. You messed up, but don't let it keep happening. Like move on. And I I've got, I've started to get fairly decent at that. And man, does it change? Cause people are so hard on themselves compared to how hard they are on their friends. And you really ought to be like your own best friend in a way. Like, I just think that's a really good mentality to have. You, you, dude, you really shouldn't, you're so right. You shouldn't treat yourself or others um, like shit. And you shouldn't let people treat you like that. And you you probably, it's easiest to let yourself do that to you. Um, Cause you kind of give yourself permission and you don't feel bad about it, but it's really unhealthy. Amen, dude. Could not have said it better. And it affects your training. If you want to apply it to fitness, if you're constantly negative about where you are or what you're doing, dude, you're breaking yourself down from the inside out. Mm -hmm. Your stress levels are chemically higher and your body is not going to be able to recover the way it wants to. Your fight or flight is firing off when it should not be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Real quick before I know you got to go. What do you think about bigger, leaner, stronger so far and how far along are you? I like it. I like it a lot. Um, right now, I am. I'm probably about halfway, maybe a little bit more than halfway. Um, and right now, it's just going over how to, essentially, how to calculate your macros and how to. There's like some mathematical formulas. Maybe we could do a, a little short episode on, on stuff like that. Um, we should do a like book review. You yeah, right? how you essentially adjust the formula if you are cutting, maintaining, or bulking. And one thing that, okay, one like quick thing that I just thought was really interesting. Uh, Michael Matthews says when he's bulking, he takes his maintaining calories, which he's kind of dialed in, and he just add, he just adds 25%. Or no, 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 sorry. He, he adds 10%, but when he's cutting, he subtracts 25%. And I was yeah. like, that man, like things like that are just such good, like basic tools. You know, it's like where you're not going to be getting too obsessive or anything like that, but you're like, okay, just 25% do that. See how it goes. And if you need to make little adjustments, you know, after trying it for a bit, then do so. But just, it's such a good starting point. Super simple, super applicable, right? Yeah. And, and sustainable. Right, because in its simplicity, you can you can sustain it pretty well. Amen. Yeah, I'd yeah. say if you guys have never read that book, give it a check. Mm-hmm. 
it's it's just a great simplistic book. Um, once again, it's Bigger, Leaner, Stronger by Michael Matthews. Um, and there's also a few other books that he's written that I, I haven't actually personally read yet, but maybe that'd be a good one to dive into during this whole 75 hard process. Once mm-hmm. we're done with the one book. The yeah, book. <laughs> yeah I, I'm, you're, you're itching to get done with that one. <laughs> yeah, we're trying. But see, what this do, okay, real, real quick though, this goes exactly back to my point. Right now, you are reading a book that you are not so hyped on. Okay, now granted, there's some there's some good bits to it, right? Like you're enjoying yeah. some of it. Cool. Yeah. But but a lot of it, like you read out some of you read out loud some of it to like our our group at the Warren Dudes. And I, I get it, it's a little freaking weird. Um, but if you're able to finish that book, you have then earned the right to buy a book that you know you'll like. Because you now have the confidence that, hey, I can, like, I'm consistently reading. So, yeah, I'm going to go get a book that actually seems more enjoyable. If I can read that thing, well, certainly I can be consistent with a book I like. So I just want to say that's like a very good real life scenario for what I was saying earlier. Yeah, I've got got way too many books. I've already purchased like 40 books here, Cam. (laughs) So we're, <laughs> we've got, we've got a stack. My next book that I'm going to read, I think is going to be attached and shout out to Melissa, my coworker, the manager over at eat the frog fitness Wheaton, total badass. She told me to check it out. Uh, it's called, once again, it's attached the new science of adult attachment and how it can help you find and keep love. So she read it. It's pretty good. She said pretty insightful. Um, and it talks about some topics that are, I don't know kind of taboo when it comes to attachment and how uh, we, we like negatively use, uh, I think it was like our childhood and, and things from our childhood and um, just past experiences into our other relationships. So I'm excited to read yeah. that one. Yeah, sounds good. You also last know. Also very different, uh, The Dichotomy of Leadership by Jocko like, and <laughs> Leif, Leif <laughs> Very Very different style on the, on the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Maybe maybe I'll juggle. I'll just switch chapter to chapter and I'll read both of them at the same time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I think we should do a book review coming up. We should uh, talk about once you're done, we'll go over uh, bigger, leaner, stronger. Yeah, I would I would love that. I've been doing some good good underlining and and dude, you know what's also so smart of him? He puts the key takeaways at the end of each chapter. I like, know. Oh, like. That's like, that is the perfect thing to do for that type of book. Guys, like seriously, if you need just a decent fitness applicable book to read, check it out. It is, there's so many good takeaways and I'm a trainer. I've been doing this for years. I read it last year. Mm-hmm. It's like a fitness one-on-one textbook. That's like what yeah. it, that's kind of what it feels like in a good way. <laughs> Cam, what do you got for the people this week? Dude, I think we just gave them like six things. Sum it up, just like bigger, leaner, stronger. Give them, give them some keynotes. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> hey, um, Cam's, but, Cam's the uh, the application captain over here. At the application captain. Oh man, dude. <laughs> I mean, dude. Honestly, what, what I would say is, if if you guys didn't like jot anything down or nothing, or if, if a few things stuck out to you, re-listen to them and then. Think about an actual way to implement them or see if you've been like, if you're, if you are someone who needs the motivation of, of buying something to get you into something, try it the other way, get into that thing on your own and then buy the thing. If you actually end up getting into it, um, I don't know, just re-listen to the episode and just pick one that kind of resonates with you and then do it right. It's like, do it, but then throw everything else away. Because everything me and Andrew said, like even even me and Andrew, we're not going to apply all those things at one time. That's just like not how people work. Pick one thing, and and run with it, and just go. And then and then forget about everything else. You can work. You can always re-listen to the episode. That's what I would say, yeah. dude. Because I think there was like the whole episode was just takeaways. <laughs> Boom. Who needs keynotes, anyways? You guys are all smarter than us anyways for right. sure <laughs> thanks for your part of the podcast uh if you like this one if you got something out of it 
we haven't asked for this in a while do us a favor share with somebody that you know somebody who also might get something out of it and mm -hmm. uh give us some love give us a shout out on social media yeah that's definitely. really all we ask because we don't run ads and we'll never run ads no matter how successful eat the frog gets no matter how many times adidas reaches out to us we're <laughs> we ain't doing uh, it i'll do i'll do an endorsement on my on my uh instagram but that's about it there we go <laughs> which is now on private so nobody will see it <laughs> perfect <laughs> oh that's good cam i will talk to you later <laughs> all right we'll do we'll see you guys next week then hey thanks for being here guys have a good one we're out <laughs>